Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Ben Easton. This is the Smart 7 2021 Christmas Special. Each day across Christmas and the New Year, we're going to have a brand new episode of the Smart 7 to help you remember the biggest moments from another dramatic year. Plus, we've got a special guest host joining us who will take us through the seven biggest moments from the last 12 months, including Danny Dyer, Edith Bowman, The Bunker and Gabby Roslin. In today's episode, we're looking back at the events of the first quarter of 2021, the seven biggest stories between January and March. We start with the now infamous events of January the 6th in Washington, D.C. January the 6th is the day that the U.S. Congress formally approves the election results. But Donald Trump had other ideas, and a day of absolute chaos began with him speaking to his supporters in Washington, D.C. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. You are going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. And we're going to the Capitol. We're going to try and give them the kind of pride and boldness that they need to take back our country. Rudy Giuliani, the president's lawyer, also weighed in with more rabble-rousing words. Let's have trial by combat! Predictably, his supporters did exactly as he said, marching down Pennsylvania Avenue and then storming the Capitol building, breaking onto the Senate floor and assaulting police and Secret Service, all while Donald watched the whole thing on TV. Former Police Chief Charles Ramsey didn't mince his words. What I'd want the president to do is shut the hell up and get out of the way. I mean, the guy is like, he's like cancer. You know, how much more can you give me? He stirred him up. He got this whole thing going. This is as close to a coup attempt as this country has ever seen. That's what you're looking at, folks. Just 14 days after Donald Trump's attempted overthrow of the Constitution, Washington saw Joe Biden and Kamala Harris sworn in as the President and Vice President of the United States. Unsurprisingly, Donald didn't attend, but Lady Gaga got things started. Yesterday saw the end of the Donald Trump presidency and the beginning of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's term as president and vice president of the USA. On the same Capitol steps where rioters stood two weeks before, Kamala Harris became the first woman to hold the position of vice president. Repeat after me. I, Kamala Davy Harris, do solemnly swear. I, Kamala Davy Harris, do solemnly swear. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Then it was Joe's turn. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute 
that I will faithfully execute. The office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability, will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you God. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. Thank President. You. The moment of the day belonged to Amanda Gorman, who at only 22 is the youngest poet laureate ever to speak at an inauguration. She wrote the poem The Hill We Climb the night after the Capitol riots, and she stunned the crowd with her eloquent words. We will rebuild, reconcile and recover in every known nook of our nation, in every corner called our country. Our people diverse and beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful. When day comes, we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid the new dawn blooms as we free it for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it if only we're brave enough to be it In the UK, the pandemic raged on through the early months of 2021, with the daily death toll mounting throughout January until a grim milestone was reached on Tuesday the 26th. On on this day, I should just really repeat that I am deeply sorry for every uh, life that has been lost. And of course, as as, uh, as Prime Minister, I take full responsibility for everything that the government uh, has done. What I can tell you is that uh, we truly did everything we could and continue to do everything that we can. That's Boris Johnson at the podium in Downing Street as the death toll from COVID-19 exceeded 100,000 people. Yesterday saw 20,089 new cases and a further 1,631 deaths. And Professor Chris Whitty had a grim warning. Unfortunately, we're going to see quite a lot more deaths over the next few weeks before the effects of the vaccines begin to be felt. And I think we have to be realistic that that is going to happen. Boris says that we must continue to fight on. We will make sure we learn the lessons and reflect and prepare. And until that time, the best and most important thing we can all do to honour the memory of those who have died is to work together with ever greater resolve to defeat this disease. And that is what we will do. Tuesday the 2nd of February saw the passing of Captain Sir Tom Moore. They're putting themselves in mortal danger and they're doing it cheerfully and they're doing with everybody's good in, in mind. That was Captain Sir Tom Moore, the 100-year-old Second World War veteran, described by the Queen as an inspiration for the nation and the whole world. He died in hospital yesterday after a battle with pneumonia and coronavirus. Prime Minister Boris Johnson led the tributes. Captain Sir Tom Moore was a hero in the truest sense of the word. In the dark days of the Second World War, he fought for freedom and in the face of this country's deepest post-war crisis, he united us all. He cheered us all up and he embodied the triumph of the human spirit. 
it's quite astonishing that at the age of 100, he raised more than £32 million for the NHS on his own. And veteran broadcaster David Attenborough joined with many others in paying tribute to the man who was knighted for his fundraising efforts for the NHS. He was a man with such courage and such vigour and making the most of life. Um, it's, uh, it's a sad day of his passing. Rest in peace, Captain Sir Tom Moore. Still to come on this Christmas edition of The Smart 7, drama with Piers Morgan and an unexpected blockage that caused worldwide chaos. Right after this. You're listening to The Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like The Smart 7 Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have never been a low-profile kind of couple, but in March of this year, they kicked things up several notches in an explosive interview with Oprah, one that led to a certain loudmouth TV presenter quitting his job in dramatic fashion. I just didn't... I just didn't want to be alive anymore. And that was a very clear and real and frightening, constant thought. There was considerable speculation over who asked that racist question about baby Archie, and Oprah did attempt to clear that up on CBS, even though Harry was keeping quiet. He did not share the identity with me, but he wanted to make sure that I knew, and if I had an opportunity to share it, that it was not his grandmother mother, nor his grandfather that were a part of those conversations. And predictably, Piers Morgan spent all morning on Good Morning Britain ranting angrily about how the entire story was made up and how outrageous it was. And it took Trisha Goddard to shut him down. Why is everybody else such an expert about racism against black people? I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry, Piers. You don't get to call out what is and isn't racism against black people. You can call out all the other stuff. I'll leave you to call out all the other stuff you want. But leave the racism stuff to us, eh? After Monday morning's Good Morning Britain, where Piers Morgan spent most of the show ranting about Meghan and Harry, there were 41,000 complaints lodged with Ofcom yesterday. And Piers was called out live on air by co-host and weatherman Alex Beresford, and it turned out the man who calls everyone else a snowflake melted. I understand that you've got a personal relationship with Meghan Markle, or had one, and she cut you off. She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. Okay, I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry, no. Uh, uh, Sorry. So, do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, mate, but not my no, own. No, 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 no. See I'm, you later. I'm being. Su- Sorry, can't this do this. Is absolutely diabolical behaviour. Piers did return, but has since quit the show. And if you're wondering what the backstory is with Piers and Meghan, he told Ireland's Late Late Show exactly what happened. They went out for a drink. Two hours in the pub. She had a couple of dirty martinis and a couple of pints. We got on brilliantly. And then I put her in a cab, and it turned out to be a cab that took her to a party where she met Prince Harry. And then the next night, they had a solo dinner together, and that was the last I ever heard from Meghan Markle. (laughs) (laughs) I have never heard from her again. So what happened? She she ghosted me, Ryan. (laughs) Meghan Markle ghosted me. Sometimes it's the smallest things that impact the world. Well, when I say smallest, we're talking about the ultra-large container ship Evergreen, which spent almost seven days wedged across one of the world's busiest trade routes, the Suez Canal. It had a knock-on effect on global supply chains, and the Egyptian government has since announced it's planning to widen the narrowest parts of the canal. Here's how it unfolded back in March. 
if you were wondering why you kept seeing the Austin Powers stuck in a tunnel gif yesterday, spare a thought for the captain of the ultra-large container ship Evergreen. It's managed to get stuck right across the middle of the Suez Canal, and despite the best efforts of Egyptian authorities, well, it's stuck. Imagine your nan trying to do a three-point turn on a tiny country lane. You'll probably get the idea. Maritime historian Dr. Sal Micoliano explains the significance of what's just happened. This is the textbook definition of a maritime choke point, and you're seeing it blocked right now by an accident. And you're talking about a, you know, 10% of the world's commerce goes through the Suez Canal. So, you know, if this vet, if this stays closed for a month, you're talking about 1% of the entire economy of the planet being uh, pinned up. The first three months of 2021 saw a number of high-profile deaths, including music producer Phil Spector, CNN legend Larry King, Liverpool music star Jerry Marsden, Captain Sir Tom Moore, US talk show host Rush Limbaugh and Formula One voice Murray Walker. Early February also saw the death of actor Christopher Plummer, aged 91. He's probably Canada's most famous actor and he won many awards, including Tonys, Emmys, a Golden Globe and a BAFTA. He was also the oldest person to win an Oscar at 82, and he gave a tremendous speech. You're only two years older than me, darling. Where have you been all my life? (laughs) I have a confession to make. When I first emerged from my mother's womb, I was already rehearsing my Academy thank you speech. But it was so long ago, mercifully for you, I've forgotten it. For many, however, he'll always be remembered as Captain Von Trapp in The Sound of Music. Rest in peace, Christopher. review of quarter one of 2021 we're back tomorrow at 7am with april may and june coming up over the next week some fantastic guest episodes from the likes of edith bowman gabby roslin danny dyer and mark pugach hope you're having a lovely christmas day small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.